free from GP Brand Tut Tommy B Broadcasting live on your frequency Giving you updates on these Georgia streets These are voices for the people that don't get to speak Issues, black news, the conversation's deep Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat iPods, Androids, or your laptop These boys swinging for the fence Saying lie Then came a long way from being homies on the block From afros and braids and now they at the top You want facts? This is where I get them from GP3 RTT at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 Follow us on iTunes Give us a 5 star Follow us on SoundCloud GP3 Homies from the Block And now, here's Rand Tut and Tommy B GP3 Homies from the Block Hey, what's up y'all? We are back, man We are back It is uh, amazingly beyond the halfway point of the year, man I mean, that's just, uh, you know this year's like flying by. I mean, it's amazing, man. People are, I'm, I'm hearing people talk about the holidays and Christmas already, you know. Um, Tommy B, man, here, and Rand. What's up, Rand? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I, you, had a you, good, know, you had a good four? I did, man. I did. I mean, you know, actually took some time off and traveled and uh, went over to Myrtle Beach, man. And Uh-oh. Here, you know what? You did your shagging and all that type of stuff? <laughs> the, the beach music? Nah. Beach music, man? I didn't do it, man. I didn't do it. Like, my boy General Johnson, I told you, like, uh, you know, General, General Johnson, I went to school with his his uh, his kids. And uh, the dude that did uh, Honeycomb, One Ads and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, the Honeycomb, man. Yeah, I was, I was, when you sent me that... Um, that link to the... <laughs> yeah, man, I realized that one of them is actually married to Verdine White of, the, of Earth, Wind & Fire. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that, man. But, uh, you know, beach music is his thing. I mean, toward the end of his career, he made a living, uh, you know, traveling up and down the Carolinas, mm-hmm. doing that shag, you know, that the Tams yeah. and all that stuff, you know. So, yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a you well, know, you old know, school. Um, yeah. um, what's that, T.I.'s wife, Tiny? Okay, yeah. Her dad is one of the original Tams. Wow, you serious? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Her dad is one of the original Tams. Oh, okay, okay. Now now the talent, it all it's all coming together now. Oh, yeah. It makes sense. But hey, man, we are, what is this, week, uh, what is show 46? Yeah, I think it is. We yeah, did. 45, yeah, 46, man. We did, we did 45 last week. This is number 46. Um, we're getting, getting close to that year, Mark, that anniversary. We are, um, when we get beyond August uh, 7th was our first uh, show. August 7th. So, wow. you know, we're heading into August, right? You know, real soon within the next couple of weeks, we'll be hitting that year mark, man. And, uh, you know, you go ahead, tell them, tell them why they call us GP3. Uh, stands for Grove Park. Three, the three of us went to um, Grove Park Elementary School in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, we, uh, I am Rand. Tommy B. And um, our third member, Tut, he's right now taking a little um, extended little vacation. Extended. And uh, <laughs> we, he, he will be back soon. We will let you guys know. But right now, Tut is doing some things, and we wish him the best. What's that? It ain't the government coming. <laughs> It ain't a government vacation. <laughs> nah. nah. This, this is a voluntary one. This, this brother is doing his thing and more power doing to him. doing his thing. Yeah, absolutely. More power to him. It's so. a good time. I mean, the, the you know, it's 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 hot. There's been some rain. It's hot. He's, doing, he's doing summer good time hours. Travel, right? Vacation though. right now. He's doing a little vacation with us right now. But we, we, are, we you know, he's, st- he's still with us. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, hey, you know, shout out to all the folks who check us out. We appreciate you uh, sending us feedback. Please 
you know, continue to do so, continue to share. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, jumping right in, man. Um, what you know you, what we're jumping into, man. You know, man. Do I need to put my gloss on. Nah, you know yet. what? I'm gonna take it light. We'll start off a little bit light because we That's, got a we got a bunch of stuff that we can kind of get away from our typical 45 talk. So we we're gonna we're gonna kind of veer, kind of go around, yeah, and beat man, around we, the bush until we can get to it. Okay. Okay. But let's beat around the bush. One of the things, man, and, and I, I've got one of these and I bought it along. Let me see if it'll it'll react. Uh, Alexa, what time is it? The time is 12:06 p.m. All right, so it's there. Alexa, which is part of Amazon, That's which right. is the, the Echo device, um, right. it, it's if you have Apple, Siri, you know, well, you know, every time artificial I say intelligence, artificial intelligence, AI, has, AI, if, you, if, you, if you've heard of that, it hit number 15, 15, well, 15,000 skills. Wow. So um, the reason that um, it's relevant now, because I don't know, you're, you're a marketing guy, right? Right. So would you call me an early adopter? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Echo and, has been out for about two years now. Yeah, so I'm not really early on this, am I? Mm, you, you, you're still early. I mean, a lot of people haven't gotten this. I mean, okay. it, it is not as pervasive as say as smartphones are. Okay. Okay. So you, you're still on the early because right now you're probably still in the what first generation. Yeah, no, they've already. I think they've they've got a the second se- generation. So you're now. in the second generation. So because Echo, they they have Echo the, is the, the second. Dot. The big one was the the, the Echo. Yeah, the, so the, the dot, dot is the second generation. Yeah, and then they they've got a couple of different variations uh, where you could take them around, and you know as long as you're on Wi-Fi, right? The tap. Right. And so yeah, you're early adopter, man. I, w- I will consider you that because it's not yeah. as, it's not pervasive. Yeah, but fifteen thousand skills, and and the reason why it, it it's a big deal now for a lot of people, not just because uh, Bezos is buying up everything, but also because uh, they're comparing it to how the iPhone ramped up. If you remember initially, man, when the iPhone uh, launched, it didn't have access to all the apps. And and right now they're saying that the Echo has hit the point where the iPhone took off. So at 15,000 skills, uh, the Echo has more. Uh, uh, Amazon has never limited access to other apps and other developers. Right. So whereas, you know, Steve Jobs was like, no. You're not going to get access. You're not going to touch it. Not until he opened up that um, the iTunes store. Mm-hmm. Did it really take off? Because people started developing. Well, that, I mean, that was the whole plan. That was, yeah. that was, that was the whole plan. We because just, he kept it real proprietary. Yeah, in the yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. But but that was the plan. The plan was to, to open it up once they once they had enough um, in terms of economies of scales, a quantity of of apps. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, basically. Uh, Jeff Bezos and those guys—they looked at that model and they—and and, they—they just benefited from what yeah. what they. But this is a phenomenal device, I can tell you. My my mother, who's eighty-one years old, she bought one two years ago. Yeah. Oh wow. And they were offering it to uh, Amazon was offering it to Prime members. Okay. Early. Yeah. At a special at a special price, and so she again, my my mom is eighty-one years old. She has a she has a smartphone. Wow. She has a pad. Yeah. Uh, she has a Mac. Man, uh, she's know, 80, over 80? Yeah, and, and she has Echo. So she, wow. I mean, she does her thing, man. She, I couldn't imagine. I, could, I mean, they, SNL did a skit about, you know, elderly people. Now, she's not Instagramming and face, Facebooking good. and all that type of stuff. So, you know, <laughs> that may not be good. She, she, she does yeah. a lot of art classes. Oh, yeah, cool. And so she, she does art classes utilizing technology. Oh, very cool. Very cool. But uh, let me let me see if I can get it to do something. Uh Alexa, uh, tell me a joke. 
What's a groundhog's favorite song? Shadow I don't know. Dancing by the BGS. So shadow dancing. Ah, ah okay. Uh, shut yeah. that off. Yeah, shut that off. <laughs> Keep on moving. Shut that off. Okay. All right. Uh, so so it's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, things are heating up in that oh, whole my, world. Uh, my 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 daughter actually uh, has a dot, mm-hmm. and she had it for school. Yeah. And yeah. it was it helped her out. It was her alarm clock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when she was writing papers and that type of stuff and needed information, she would use it as a resource as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, going through Wikipedia and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. So it's yeah. it was a great resource for her. And actually, she was learning how to cook yeah. using it. It's amazing because when you you can pull up recipes, right. and you can also set your timers as you go. Right. It'll do multiple timers. I mean, it, it's it's a pretty handy, pretty amazing thing. And we talked about the fact that, and we're not going to go into it, that, that Apple's got its own device coming out around December. But overpriced. But overpriced. Yeah. yeah. Twice or three times the price. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What was that? Was that you or me? That was you. That was, I think, Alexa, man. Yeah, that was Alexa shutting down. Yeah, yeah there we go. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, QVC and HSN merge, man. Is that a big deal for you? Because were they big rival? I, I didn't really get into home well, shopping, you know? I, to answer your first part, it never was a thing for me. <laughs> okay. But, but yeah. it is the two largest um, home shopping uh, organizations merging together. And um, basically, they are going to be changing up their model to combat the Amazon model. Wow. So this is, they, they see that their model is still relevant on TV. But it, TV. But it, yeah, but it still needs it, it needs to be updated to address what's going on on the um, on on the web. Okay, okay. In the web, so that's what this is about right here. Yeah, I didn't get into QVC and HSN. I mean, it, it's just like cheap stuff, you know, and yeah. jewelry well, and the yeah, you, you know, know, the old you're celebrities. Not, you're not their target audience, man. That target Absolutely audience, target audience is usually women fifty plus, yeah, retirees yeah. and that. Type yeah, of Betty stuff. White on there, hocking some yeah. chains and yeah, all that, that yeah. type of stuff. So, right. but yeah, it's, it's not your thing, man. But they're they're trying to get like more like an Amazon and that. You know how Amazon? Yeah. Has uh, suggested, yeah. Okay. When, when okay. you when you select an item, they said, "Hey, you know, other people have bought these items with this." Wow. So they're gonna they're gonna venture into that too on okay. air. Said, "Hey, when people have bought this cheap watch, mm-hmm. they've bought these other cheap things to go, <laughs> you know, okay. or whatever, whatever." Right, cool. But yeah, but that's what it's about, man. They they realize the Amazon the Amazon effect is big because you know Sears just announced that they're gonna be closing another forty three stores in Kmart. Yeah. So yeah. Sears now is gonna be. 50% of what it was last year in terms of number of stores. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, uh, well, we're talking about coal miners. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jobs that are really losing out. Retail. Is retail. So, retail. you know, we can be talking about uh, safe carbon, safe coal all we want to. Yeah, yeah. Those jobs are not, those jobs are not coming back. Can, you, can I tell you something I tried? What's that? That's pretty amazing. I tried Walmart's uh, pickup. Where you call in your groceries mm-hmm. and pick up, amazing. I mean, they have, and, and it's going to get better. But even when they like, if they substitute things mm-hmm. that they can't find, they'll put it in a, a separate bag when they bring it out to your car. Because all they do, you you go online mm-hmm. and you find the stuff within your budget. Oh, Publix does that too, right? They have a yeah. program like that, yeah. And you pull up, you pick. I mean, they bring it to your car. But any items that I mean, you know, this it's a at least small they let thing. you know. At least they let you. Oh know. yeah, if they substitute it, they tag the bag so you'll know. Okay, you got what you wanted, and they'll tell you as they put it in the car. But you know that kind of thing, man. The more, 
And and it's not, um, you know, it's technology. I mean, regardless of uh, of how you feel about it, uh, you know, that's why you know if you're if you're in the retail world and you work, you need to find ways to be relevant on the technology side. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I used to work for a big um, international global shipping company. Okay. And one of the things they were doing 15 years ago was um, they were using uh, technology to help sort packages mm-hmm. within their hubs. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 basically they would these they would sort it in such a way it will tell the loader how to load a a truck. Wow. And then now they are looking at like everyone else looking at um driverless trucks. Mm-hmm. And so instead of having a unionized driver in the car, mm-hmm. the truck, mm-hmm. now they can put in a a cheaper, a less expensive employee yeah, to yeah. basically job is just to pick up and unload on the truck. And, and this is what I heard, man. If if you if your job does not require thinking or creativity, you're at risk. That's right. If if those you know, there was probably one other thing they mentioned, but if there's not uh, a level of creativity right. that goes into your work or a level of thought that goes into your right. work, if it's just manual then it, you're at risk. And that, well, I mean, that's why when, when they when I mean thinking it, it you know that's you have why to that's why factory that's why factory workers are, yeah. are are now at risk. I mean, because a lot of those jobs, the technology was designed to take thinking out. It was mm-hmm. it was just a, artificial intelligence. It was just yeah. a mundane, repetitive task. Repetitive, yeah. Repetitive that, that's task. the other thing they said. If if your job's repetitive, then it's at risk. That's right. Yeah. Hey, man. One more thing. Uh, well, not several more things on the light side. We'll stay there. Um, Tuna podcast coming out this week. Uh, Angela Rye, mm-hmm. um, you know, Angela is an attorney. Am I correct? I, mean, I know she's an attorney. She's an, uh, an advocate, civil rights advocate. Um, yeah. And she has a impact uh, strategies. I think that's the name of her organization. She mm-hmm. used to be, uh, I'm not, don't hold me to the title, but she used to work with the CBC mm-hmm. Okay. in, in yeah. as an employee in a, in an executive role. Okay. Okay. So she was like a paid professional staff person that was running the, the congressional black caucus. Mm-hmm. And so she is, um, she's a person who's very woke. Yeah. She's very active. Uh, she was just, as a matter of fact, she had a, a pretty high profile at essence this past weekend. Um, yes. and, uh, she, um, Got a, a podcast. Her podcast debuts uh, July twelfth, okay. as does Tavis Smiley. Tavis's uh, podcast. Uh, I'm surprised it took him so long to get into. Well, you know he's he's had one. He's had a couple, and uh, you know his PBS show, the audio of that show, is converted to a podcast. Okay, but this supposedly is more independent. So okay. remember, I was talking about what, where's Tavis and yeah, where's Tavis? Well, I think this is probably going to be him injecting himself in a lot of okay. more controversial, more independent thought. Okay. So we'll see how it goes, but he's got uh, good luck to both of. Yeah, Angela comes out July twelfth. Tavis comes out July thirteenth, and okay. you know, and we somewhere in the middle there. So when y'all listen to him, you know, that'll be this week coming up. Check this, us out this week. They're coming up. The thirteenth yeah. is. Thursday, mm-hmm. so yeah. Angela's on the on, on Wednesday the twelfth. Yeah, so good luck to both of them. And we, again, more um, we need we definitely need more African American voices in the podcast world. Mm-hmm. And, and it looks like they're going to do it on a weekly basis. So cool, it'll, it'll be interesting. Hey man, a little bit of mess, a little bit of junk. Uh, you heard about the Ti Rob Kardashian China black thing? Uh, man, you know I, I, I've heard a little bit about. I've heard that uh, 
Kardashian, he's such a weak guy. He's sending out um, pictures of, yeah. of China. But again, China might have authorized her because in that world, uh, naked pictures is, is a career boost. Yeah, and, and you know what? They, I guess the, the whole thing is, you know, I guess Rob, a, Rob and China are kind of separating. They're, they're well, going I mean, their the, separate the ways. The fact is that yeah. the, the, this whole... These celebrities, I mean, the self-deprecation, man, is just horrible. Well, it's part of, you know, I mean, you know, you and I talked about it, man. People, people want that. It's like the the National Enquirer on steroids on on a daily basis. But what happened was Rob, I think Rob had. Um, then this is when they said they had a, a, a group sex item. Together. Yeah, well, Ti and the thing is, Rob and China split. Okay. So I think T.I. And, and, and Snoop came out and said something about the fact that, uh, you know, he was a duck, which means, you know, he was a sucker. You know, she took him, you know, and, and, and people, it's funny, they, they were posting this stuff about um, she's the first, you know, black to, to leave the Kardashian camp. <laughs> on her own. <laughs> on her it's not own. like get out where they, they, they shake their brains. In, in her right mind. Um, but... Um, you know, they, they were basically, T.I. And, and Snoop posted videos saying he's a sucker. He was a duck. And uh, called him a duck and all this. And he, he's, that's when he replied back that T.I. and Tiny had paid her to do a threesome and all this stuff. So it's kind of getting that. I mean, you know. The question, R-H-O-A. The, the, the question is, Snoop stuff. and T.I., why comment on this? That's my point. I mean, you I know. I mean, why comment on this? I mean, it's, 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 it's their household. It's part it of the lexicon of... <laughs> I mean, man. Come on. I mean, I mean, these, I mean, these celebrities. I mean, they don't understand the door swings both ways. Well, it's part of it's part of the whole reality show concept that kind of I, keeps going I, I, on. I rather have care about it. I rather have again. I rather have my dignity and my self respect than, than yeah. all this fame. Yeah. And celebrityism. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. These guys don't. It, it's going to end. Yeah, it is. I mean, that, eventually, it's going to end. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I will. I will admit that that Kardashian fifteen minutes of fame. Has been endless, man. Nonstop, nonstop. TJ uh, DJ Khaled was on Cure on, on Katie Couric. Yeah, I saw uh, show. some of that, man. I saw some. Hey, of that. You know, he he had said forty five is not his president because he said it. You know, basically forty five doesn't lead with love. Um, he he gave props to Obama. Said Obama really is his president. He's his own. He's the only president he's known. Uh, but but one quote that, that really stands out, man, and I pulled it, it said, I believe presidents should lead with love, not just the president of the United States, but the president of this company he was referring to Yahoo, because I think he was on with Kirk talking about, you know, the company you work for, talking to her. Uh, I don't think 45, and, you know, I'm just throwing in 45. So I don't think he is connecting with the people because the people um, are the people that live this life every day. And you got to respect the people. And we want to be in a world with love and unity and peace. And that's where I say I can't agree with everything he does. I just can't. So, you know, just made some headlines with that. He's got a new album out. So he's making the, you know, the the interview, yeah. uh, doing the, uh, the the tours and, the, right. you know, the late night uh, touring and all that stuff. So that's something he, he mentioned. And, and, you know, it was interesting, man. But I, I do think I, I, I will agree with him, man. And that's probably one of the biggest differences right now. Um, there is not that level of compassion. You know, at least you could say. Well, you don't have servant leaders, man. Right. I mean, I mean, servant leadership has, has um, 
has has been tossed out right now. Yeah. It's, it's it's selfish leadership. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I mean, Khaled is, is is true. I mean, he's correct in that. Uh, right now, um, the president is not leading this country with the self interest of the people. Well, you know, uh, love him or hate him, Bush had a saying. They call themselves compassionate conservatives, mm-hmm. and and I think that's probably something that. You know, right now, depending on how things go, we got a lot going on in the world. There may be a need for a level of compassion, and that's oh, yeah. that's oh, probably yeah. what's oh, yeah. missing. Oh yeah, and love. It's, it's it's been thrown out the window, man. Yep, yeah, I agree. Rest in peace, man. Prince's drummer, John Blackwell mm-hmm. Jr. died. Uh, part of New Power, wasn't he? The New Power generation. New Power generation. He was um, forty-three. He was one. Wow. He was one of Prince's longest drummers. Yeah, because Prince would go through musicians if they couldn't keep up with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and John was one of his best. And John played with uh, Sheila E. Mm-hmm. He played with other bands. Yeah. Uh, this guy was a very talented guy. I forgot what he died from. Um, it was an illness he had. It was a terminal illness. And um, yeah. he was he was a phenomenal phenomenal guy, man. I mean, you know, he, when when Prince. Goes down his list of dramas, man. Mm-hmm. Um, this cat right here is going to be at, near the top. Because you had uh, from the original, God, was it Bobby Z? No, no, no. Well, Bobby, Bobby Z was on keyboards. Yeah. Um, Doctor Doctor Fink. No, Doctor Fink was keyboard. I'm trying to think of the. Might have been Bobby Z. Yeah. Might have been Bobby Z. Okay. But but rest in peace, John Blackwell Jr. Man died yeah. at 43. Wow. Also, man, this was kind of a shocker. You know, we tape we tape on Sunday. Yeah, Heard the, this last yeah. night. Lafayette from True Blood, man. Nelson Ellis. 39, 39 years old. Heart problems. Heart, yeah, he was he, he was having, uh, I think if you look at, uh, you know, because he did a movie recently, Small Boxes, it's on Netflix. And um, you could kind of see he looked as if he was maybe going through something offset. Mm-hmm. How was the movie, Dark Box? Uh, you know, I saw the, um, I haven't I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out now after I saw this. Mm. After this happened last night, um, but it looks what uh, small boxes is about. The um, he is married. It's an interracial marriage, right? And he and and the, you know and and his his wife and son they leave New York, Brooklyn. leave to sh- leave Chicago and move to this small town. Gotcha. And it's how they cope in this small town as a you know in black Washington, man, state white of Washington, woman. I think. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Paris, Washington, or something. Okay. Like that. Wow. So you can check him out on Netflix, Small Boxes. That's there. Rest in peace, man. But, you know, the, you know, he's just one of those kind of characters that everybody loved. And actually, what I learned was, uh, if you ever see True Blood, you ever watch it? No, nah, no. Nah. I watched it probably the first uh, season, most of it. I lo- you know, they lost me after that first season. But his character was supposed to be killed off. But people loved his character so much. Wow. That um, the director decided to keep his character part of the show. He didn't cool. kill him off. Cool. That's a testament to uh, the way that man played played that character. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, hey man, uh, the road rage uh, killing of Bianca Robertson, man uh, Roberson. I hope I say her name correct. Um, glad to hear that David Desper has been charged with murder. Uh, no yeah. bail. Yeah. Twenty eight. Yeah, but again, I'm 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 holding I'm holding judgment until I hear the judgment from the case. I don't I don't think they'll let him go. I don't I don't see I don't even see a, a man manslaughter. It's too evident. And even um, it was interesting. I don't, did you see the the press conference Mm-mm. right before they arrested him? 
What what was the press conference? Uh, at the sheriff's office in 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 Pennsylvania, little, oh. one of the small towns, and they had law enforcement around, uh, almost like a what do you call it a a dragnet. Okay. Just shut the city down. But these um, law enforcement officers were highly emotional. And I get a sense that law enforcement is really coming together to try to convict this guy. They want him. You know, and, and it, you know, I, I get your point. I think that hopefully it doesn't happen, but, uh, you know, we'll see. But, but he is in jail. I think they, um, he has no bond which they shouldn't give him bond. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll okay. see. Uh, Central Park 5 is coming to Netflix, man. Wow. Um, Ava DuVernay uh, is going to be directing about, it. She, she takes on some, she takes on some very controversial. Because she did 13. Topics, man. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I applaud her, man. I wish. Uh, and Queen Sugar. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Queen Sugar. And also she did, um, what's the thing? Um, uh, Selma. Yeah, and Selma too. And yeah. so uh, I applaud her for man for taking this on. Man. I do too. I, I think we need to have uh, more directors, people in Hollywood, to take on things like this. And I applaud Netflix for doing this, mm-hmm. man. Because uh, because as you know, the the networks wouldn't touch this, man, because no. the ratings they would be too afraid of the the ratings bump in terms of the negative ratings bump mm-hmm. that you know they, they'll show one or two shows and then they'll cancel it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I give Netflix a lot of credit for. Uh, for, for going out there and saying, hey, this is a story that needs to be told. And, and you know what? The, the interesting part of this, man, is, is what I'm hearing. The, the central part of it, a uh, big part of it is going to be the full page ad that Trump took out about the five that, that they're guilty and, right. and, you know, bring back our police kind right. of thing. So, you know, it, it it's not going to, well, you know, you can imagine it's not going to show 45 in a, in a good light, uh, well, why should I mean, so the, fact, should the I facts are what they are. They are what they are. Agreed, bro. Agreed. NBA man, did you hear? James Harden, two hundred and twenty-eight million dollar contract. What I got to say is, <laughs> there's a buyer and there's a seller. And as a seller, Damn. you name your price. Yeah. And if the buyer's willing to pay that price, oh. more power to you. Whoever his agent is. Oh, kudos. Oh, kudos to him. Now, do I believe that James Harden is worth more than Steph Curry? No, but hey. Had you heard about that? I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize it was that amount of money because Steph Curry went over two hundred million himself. Two twenty eight. I think Curry was two twenty one or two twenty something like that, and I mean Curry's at least won two, two NBA championships and two MVPs. Yeah, James Harden, he didn't show up in this last series. No, he didn't. But more, and that's pro- why I was surprised they gave him so much, considering. So well, must have been so. Well, you know they're trying to. Build, that's why I was like that last to, game was a negotiation. Well, you know they're trying to build a super team down now. You know, so they, yeah. they, you know, I don't, I don't. <sighs> but more power to him. That's all I got to say. Dude, he is locked in. Through the 22-23 season? Wow. And in the NBA, you know, these contracts are guaranteed. This ain't like, this ain't the NFL. <sighs> well, you you have to negotiate your money all up front oh as much God. as you can. And, that, and also, uh, it, it's funny, Chris Paul said, congrats to hell with the ball. Let me hold some. That's right. <laughs> Let me hold some money. <laughs> that's right. Because Chris Paul is his backcourt mate yeah. now. Yeah, Chris Chris Paul, of course, got signed. And by, also, he's the president of the, of the union. 
Oh, the Players Union. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he's the president. Wow. More power to James Harden, man. I gotta what, give it what, to what him, this, man. I mean, literally, what this says now. Yeah. If you got a, a son who plays basketball and he's a very good player, oh. to the hell with getting a four-year college degree. Two hundred twenty-eight million. Almost a quarter of a billion dollars, partner. Quarter of a billion. Almost. Le- hey, Damn. LeBron's coming up next, partner. Now, what was LeBron? LeBron not, is not at two twenty eight. No, nah, but I mean he's 200. coming up. He's coming up for free agency pretty soon. Yes, he about is. another year or so. So, and, and just a couple of other things. What was the guy? He he was signed. Uh, but in the NBA, man, guys get big contracts, and you're like, excuse me. Yeah. But you know. But you know what? It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a supply and demand market, man. You, My only concern if is if you this, can get it, get it. My only concern is a selfish concern. Where the hogs at? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they're gonna let Tim Hardaway Jr. walk away. Well, it, it, I don't blame him for that con- for the amount of money that the Knicks put on the table. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sign him. Well, I was looking at the 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 signings and and the, the there's another big one where uh, what's his name left the Pacers to go to uh, Oklahoma. Paul George. Paul George, and they were. I, I heard the debate over that whether or not Paul George can really be a uh, turn a team around. They said, you know, he's he, without a doubt he's a, he's a player. He's a star player. But they 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 were they were reluctant to call him like a superstar where he can come in and change a team. So that that's gonna be interesting, man. Um, Two hundred and twenty eight dollars. I'm serious, man. You, if you got a son, the door is. If you got open. a son who can play ball. <laughs> shoot, do the one and done and get your money, man. <sighs> I mean, get your Damn. money. Get your money. Get your money. Get your money. You know there are colleges out there. Don't have endowments that big. Hmm. You can't guarantee. How can you guarantee a kid going to school for four years, coming out making that much money in a lifetime? In a lifetime. Or, or even in a lot of cases, uh, a tenth of that. Yeah. In yeah. a lifetime, you yeah. know. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. More power to him. More power to him. Hey, man, a little bit of heavy stuff. Uh, Trump went to the G20. Tell me a little bit about that, man. He went Hamburg. to the G point. Yeah, he went to he first he started off in Poland. Then from there Poland he mm-hmm. you know, he got a little warm reception from Poland because their their president is author authoritarian like him. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, it wasn't like uh Obama like a reception. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a warm reception relative to what he's been used to. Did nobody throw nothing at him? Nobody throw nothing at him. No man. shoes. And, and but again, they they actually bust in people from the countryside. <laughs> Yeah. So you know, again, the rural uh, the rural folks helping him out again. Right. So there you go. They they yeah, uh, and, and you know, and these people were basically told, "You will cheer." Yeah. <laughs> you know. Wow. So uh, he went to the G twenty, and basically what he did was he he was a man of he was a man of by himself. Mm. He's wow. he's alienated himself with the other members of the G twenty, and they're like, "We're gonna do our thing. You go do your thing, man." Mm. And U.S. is like the team of one. Team of one now, man. And so they, mm. they showed pictures, man, and literally that he was, people were around him engaging. He was just sitting there by himself. Wow. And so. Um, he doesn't really care. He doesn't care about that. No, he, I, I think he cares, but yet he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a guy who wants, who wants to have PR. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what his dad has done is that he says, so since you're going to treat me like this, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to show you. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, then he had his little meeting with Putin, man, and you know, no one will never know what happened in that meeting, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but based on what I'm hearing Tillerson saying is like a lot of the uh, experts in foreign policy were saying like these guys are fucking amateurs, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, these these are amateurs. Mm. 
compared. And, and and Putin, they said Putin, Putin played him to like a like a like a drum. Well, it it was interesting, man, because when when, you know, first of all, um, uh, forty five didn't do a press conference after the fact. He right. just he just kind of went about his own way. Putin did do a press conference, right? And and Putin said, you know, he's nothing like the TV forty five you see. So he was really maybe if 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 anything and I call it like you know I'm old school football I punked him, he's kind of he was but no he was kind of doing the Vince Dooley you know how Vince Dooley oh yeah yeah this team is so opponent. great this team is so great this team is so great <laughs> you know they but, only got a for t- those record of one in, one in ten right for those in Georgia who understand the coaching Vince Dooley would make make Georgia State sound like a perennial <laughs> champion that's I mean, what I'm saying yeah. So, so he kind of, you know, he, he, you know, he said he's oh, he, not the guy you see on TV. Oh, he, 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 he did what Putin, Putin knows this man's levers. Yeah, he does. Agreed. All right. Uh, North Korea, dude. Where are we at? I, 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 again. Check, I've got to check coordinates. No, November, what was <laughs> it? November, check coordinates, November man. of last year. Yeah. In a one-on-one with Obama. Mm-hmm. Obama told him. You can sit here and talk about health care all you want to. Yeah. You need to get your ass together on this on this career thing. And that, that was. Yeah, that was one of the things. Yeah, <laughs> make it a priority. That that is that's gonna keep you up. Yeah. And now you got this little fat kid over there mm-hmm. who basically said, Look at me, Trump, what you gonna do now, homie? Well, the reason and, and I'm gonna interject. And then and then yeah. of course we said we need China and Russia. Yeah. China and Russia have basically said, uh, it's only so much we're gonna do. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so now then all of a sudden forty five says, Well China's not the part China's not the, the ally I thought we had. Mm-hmm. Like dude, they never were your ally. Yeah. China's adversary. Well, the thing is, I'm I'll interject this that it matters now because it's long enough to hit Alaska. Yeah. It could go far enough to hit Alaska. Yeah. Uh North Korea, uh, it has the ability uh which which means it can target the US direct. Has a direct uh opportunity to Oh hit. yeah. Uh, and Hawaii, then, California, and then, other parts and, of the country. And then you got your then you got your allies of South Korea and Japan. Oh, South South Korea. Yeah, is a pretty I mean massive loss of life. Right. I mean, if they decide to do anything. I mean, quite honestly, yeah. this could result into the Korean War Part Two. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. They they could basically cross the thirty eighth parallel and say, "What you gonna do?" Mm. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting, man. Uh, I agree with you. Um, I think right now, man, just there's so many uh, distractions, uh, a lot of things being talked about, but this is a big deal. Well, you know. Uh, This thing can go 4,200 miles. Yeah. I mean, right now, um, from a diplomatic perspective, we're between a rock and a hard place right now. Mm. I mean, the, the, the options available are not great. Anybody? Step. Is there anybody available? Voice of reason? Well, the problem is, is the guy in charge of North Korea. Yeah. And that's the problem right there. Because he's a guy that is so um, unstable. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't know what he's going to do. No, you don't. There, There's there's no, ra- I guess, you know, there's nothing rational about it. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. I mean, you, you can have all the diplomatic uh, discussions, et cetera. This guy will agree to one thing, and all of a sudden he changes his mind. Mm. So, Rand, what do you, what do you? I mean, when you hear it, just you know, I'm not. 
I think everybody probably says North Korea is kind of crazy. And I right. think people people will write them off. But when you hear now that the crazy guy's got a missile that can go 4,200 miles, what do you think? Scary, man. <coughs> yeah. Because that's, that's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And there is no... I, I think even even though they're going to continue to test, if he has an opportunity, he'll just act. Do right. you think? Uh, that's hard to say, man. You don't know how crazy crazy is when it comes to this guy. Yeah. And at the same time, you have to be very careful about the rhetoric that you say mm-hmm. because you don't know how he's going to react. Yeah. You know. So uh, with this guy, I. You got to keep all diplomatic options open mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because you don't want to. Um, I mean, again, 45 is known for saying something stupid mm-hmm. and that you don't want this guy to say, oh, OK. Yeah. You're going to say that about me. I got you. Yeah. And, you know, and, and you just don't you just don't know. I mean, it's scary. Yeah. A bad tweet or right. an offensive tweet. Right. Could kill you know tens of thousands of people in Korea and right. Japan exactly overnight overnight yeah all right man what else you got you got anything man you know I'm I'm trying to stay off I'm trying to stay off 45 for a moment man because I think the focus should be really on your congressmen and your senators mm-hmm. and your local people because yeah. those are the individuals that truly going to affect your life mm-hmm. yeah. you know. At the end of the day, if, if you know we can we can hear all the diversion, all the distractions coming out of the White House, mm-hmm. but you got to talk to your senators and your congressmen. Yeah. You got to let them know how you feel. Agreed. And at the same time, with, with your local state senators and local representatives, your city council people, mm-hmm. those are the people you need. Those are the people right now. I think you really need to be up in their ass on. Well, you know what? I, I think that's why if if it's not a shock to me that McConnell came back. This week and said, um, hey, you know, we're not going to repeal without a plan, even if that means we have to go negotiate right across the aisle. I'm more willing to go. He, he said, I mean, we're more willing in the Senate now to go and negotiate with, with Democrats versus repealing this thing without a plan. Right, because they have looked at the numbers mm-hmm. that basically say if you repeal this without a plan, the carnage that mm. you thought that would happen with the plan yeah. will be minuscule compared to what will happen without a plan. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, again, we tape on Sunday and, and you did, know, did just you, kind of scanning did, the did, Sunday Did you hear shows. that, um, you know, over the holiday, over the 4th, mm-hmm. many of the senators um, flew overseas to visit the troops. Mm. And all of a sudden, uh, like a week out the number of Republicans who wanted to join that trip doubled. Because mm-hmm. you know why? Because those guys are impacted by... They don't want to go home and have to deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, so they're ducking and diving their own constituents. Yeah, yeah. Because people are waiting back at home yeah. at their offices asking questions. About, right. You know. Well, you know, again, man... And to me, that's, you and ca- I that's, this before, that's cowardice Medicaid, leadership. Yeah, that's... How, how it, it could impact. Medicaid. Yeah, I was listening to a conservative guy, a lady, the other day on I think it was CNN or MSNBC. Yeah, and she was very she was very clear about this. She says, "Look, these people now, this is this Obamacare, or the Affordable Health Care Act, has been around for seven years now. Mm-hmm. These people are used to this. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You can't. You just can't take this away now. Yeah. You had an opportunity seven years ago to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. Y- you blew it, and now rhetoric is not governing. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's going to be interesting, man. It really oh, yeah. is, and, and and you know what we. We really, man, got to stay prayed up because there's so many people, man, from a health standpoint. Uh, and, and, you know, we all have relatives. We, you know, we have family who do. We're going to be using that. On we're going to be using that oh, pretty soon. Right on the brink. That's right, man. We're going to be using it <laughs> pretty soon. AARP. You know it. What else, man? You got anything else? Uh, no movies? No movies this week? No man, I you know I haven't I haven't checked out a movie man. Um, I'm still watching Orange Is New Black. I've just started watching Power. How is Power? It's I, okay. Not, it's I okay. I only see the the previews. It's okay, yeah. man. It's okay. You know, um, the main character now is uh, uh, he's in the system. He's in the penal system yeah. now. So yeah, that's, I that's, see him in the orange jumpsuit. Yeah, he's all the, the time. Yeah, he's that's that's his that's his new uh, wardrobe right now. <laughs> so checking checking that out, man, and you know. Yeah. Um, you know, like I told you, my my crew, my tribe has been out of town uh, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. week, and um, so uh, the other day they went to the actual the museum in D.C., the National Museum of African American History. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they sent me some pictures. I mean, they sent me pictures of Bootsy Collins' wow. outfit, and uh, you remember the mothership? Yes, they got they, the mothership. They, in they there? got the mothership oh, in there, man. No, got the mothership in there. Earth, oh, wind, and fire stuff. Oh, wow. And, but but the, the main thing is though. Um, for many of us, that museum. For some of us, we won't. We probably never will see the museum. Mm-hmm. We probably never will go. Yeah. But I encourage you to check out some of your local museums, ones that are within a drive, you know, a day's drive. I agree. Um, you know, here in Atlanta, we have the Museum of Civil and Human Rights. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage you to take your kids, take yourself. Um, it's a very powerful museum. I guarantee you, you will learn something. Uh, by us being in Atlanta, you can go down to Macon, go to the Tupman Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can all, beautiful museum. You know, you can always drive over to Birmingham, go to the Civil Rights Institute Museum over there in Birmingham, or yeah. drive down to Tuskegee. You know, go down eighty five, and you can see the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, take yeah. your kids. Yeah, take your kids. I mean, they they. In order for us to succeed and and, and move forward. We have to know our past. Yeah. And also, too, it will, it will demonstrate to our kids the degree of excellence and commitment that we've had as a people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that can inspire a young person. Yeah. You more know, more so. so than the ratchetness, right? Right. So than the ratchetness. <laughs> I mean, you know, I give I give a lot of kudos out to yeah. a lot of the to the entrepreneurs now in the hip hop game and the celebrities. They've yeah. done a lot. They have. They've done a lot. I agree. But again, there's a lot of things that our kids need to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, hey, go visit some of these museums. Mm-hmm. It won't, you know, it might cost you a little cash, mm-hmm. but the rewards and the knowledge that your kids will gain out of, and you gain out of, it's yeah. more than dollars that you spent on the missions ticket. Yeah, and 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 a lot of these, uh, a lot of these museums are struggling, man. Right. You right. know, even in a lot of cases, when summer hits, I mean, this was an amazing story I heard from one. Even the, the, you know, because they're in these big buildings and the cost of heating right. and, and, and cooling. And people go on vacations and yes. so the attendance drops. So basically I'm I'm heating and cooling a building that's empty. That's empty. Yeah. So, you know, if anything, and, and I know it, it's difficult for us to look at it like that, but, you know, when, when um, especially when you're in a, uh, in a, in a, in an environment where a lot of these, uh, f- the funding's being cut. 
Yeah. Yeah, you know, so the I mean, only way it can really stay alive. Yeah, is, so is the, so that's my thing, man. You yeah. know, you know, visit some of these local museums again if you can't make it up to DC, bro. man. And yeah. again, your kids and yourselves will learn a lot out of it. Yep, get a lot out of it. I agree, man. I agree. And uh, you know, just on a, on another note, you know, I got to do my sci-fi thing. I didn't get a chance to go see it, but if you did go see uh, Spider-Man, came the other Spider-Man. The, the How many Spider-Mans are there, man? You know, dude, Toby, the Toby Maguire. Uh, Is it getting like Batman? You got like five different Batmans, man, you know? You know, all these different studios. Because, you know, Tobey Maguire was doing his thing for a while. He did like the first one or two. Yeah, and, and it was good. It was very successful. That's uh, the guy uh, the guy who directed the Tobey Maguire whole uh, Spider-Man uh, era was the same guy, Sam Rainey. He did uh, The Walking... Well, not The Walking Dead. Uh, what is it? Uh, so the Evil to, Dead. So I was back to The Walking Dead with you, man. It's always <laughs> he, he did The Evil Dead, the, the crazy movie. Mm-hmm. With Bruce Campbell, but okay. um, but Raimi did that. He did a good job with it. The next one was I think Sony did a one or two from the guy who do, who actually was the lead in Hacksaw Ridge okay. um, for like one or two. I didn't think he did two. Uh, this new kid is a young kid. This is more supposed to be truer to the whole Spider-Man being in high school, really young because he looks real young. But they really bought the Marvel characters together with, uh, you got Iron Man, uh, I think Michael Keaton's in it, he plays the villain. And, uh, you know, this is again, I mean, they keep rebooting it, man. So, you know, I, I am I am going to go check it out. You know, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to go see Tupac either, I got to go see that. Yeah, I might go check out Tupac, man. But you said it was it was definitely worth you know, it. It was worth it, man. I yeah. mean, you know, I'm not going to say it's an Academy Award uh, movie, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's 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 better than a a TV doc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But again, I, you know, I'm not putting it up there with, with Malcolm X or some of those other other yeah. African American yeah. flicks or Ray. Yeah, you know. But it's it's yeah. a good movie, man. And uh, again, I want to. I believe in supporting these movies because if I don't support them, these movies don't get made. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And regardless, in the theater. And regardless yeah. of how good or bad they are, they need to be supported so mm-hmm. others... I mean, because let's be honest, there are a whole lot of white movies out there that are horrible. They are. And they constantly mm-hmm. are being green-lighted. Yeah. You Un- know. Unmasked. <laughs> <laughs> They're constantly being green-lighted by, by, by Hollywood out there. Yeah, I agree, bro. I agree. But, uh, you know, again, man, a couple of other podcasts launching this week uh with uh, check them out y'all you know with, and let uh, us know angela, how you feel about them yeah angela and tavis angela rye tavis smiley uh but but one thing i do want to mention you know and, and i know we don't we don't really do a whole lot of high level marketing when it comes down to the show because really it is a conversation we come together we in literally right. in the man cave right. and we just talk about stuff that's going on yeah right and and the people who probably check us out on a weekly basis are pretty loyal so one of the things if you like the show Share the show. You know, we're one of those, uh, I guess, the, the best pod. Hopefully, it'll, it's, the best podca- it's the best podcast you never heard, you know. Uh, that's right. That's and, right. Share. Um, it's like word of mouth. Come on now. That's the way we've grown. So we, you know, well over, uh, almost approaching a couple of thousand listens since we've been on. And we're approaching uh, right around August 7th. We'll be right at, um, you know, a year doing this that's right and um you know really really man uh you know kudos to you um and tut man for 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 giving it the voice and and doing the things because same to you you know we 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 do it and and we we still get that international audience man we get people who who want to hear what's going on international people a lot of the stuff power to you (laughs) 
<laughs> let, hey, you know, some of y'all can let us know what's happening universal. over. Let us know what's happening international from your perspective. I mean, all yeah. our international news we get here, guys. You know, it's been filtered and sifted yeah, and everything. Is. So you know, we don't we don't know what's what's real and what's not. Yeah, shout out to the folks in UK. Shout out to the folks in Africa. Shout out to uh, our friends in the, in the uh, Netherlands over in Sweden who check us out on a consistent basis. We appreciate. Cool. It. And, uh, you know, of course, our friends in the U.S., we appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. You know, all the feedback that you provide is it will be will be taken and uh, we will do whatever we can to make the show better because at the end of the day, this is about you. Yeah. You know, and, and we want to, you know, you're dedicating an hour of your time to listen to us. We want to make it. We want it to be one of the best listening hours that you've had. Absolutely. So, you know, if you got any topics or anything going forward, especially as we look at the next year, anything, uh, you know, what you want us to do more of, do less of, you know. We'll, we'll That's definitely, right. That's but, right. But don't count on uh, Real Housewives reports coming from Rand. That ain't going to nah, happen. No, no, no. That, <laughs> that, that ain't going to happen. That ratchetness, I've, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay above that. So I might be a snob. I'm trying to stay above Dude, that. I, I'm going to close you know, I, I I get it. I get the ratings thing. I get it. That's been a big part of my life and career. I know. I understand it. But one one of the things was interesting. Um, what's the girl who went started? Oh, uh, Rashida. I don't know who she is, man. She's Atlanta rapper. This is uh, Atlanta. Um, okay. Hi- loving hip hop. Okay. I don't. I don't watch that. Show. And um, she broke down crying apparently because I guess her her husband. Um, had an affair, had a baby, bought the baby into the the apartment building that they or the building they live in. Or, so I mean, what's what's new, but, man? But, Come but, on. but my point was somebody they were making comments, I think, on 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 a feed on a blog, and somebody said, "Well, you know, the interesting thing is if you could, because it was pretty painful to watch." And the only reason I say that is because you couldn't go almost. If you come home like at five o'clock and you watch news and and all the TMZ shows, it just dominated for like two days. So even you just see in the previews of the breakdown and somebody said, you know, if it's so painful, pull it out of the public eye, you know. And and that's the question I guess you can ask people who, who do it for a living or do that reality show, because because quite frankly, that's how they pay their bills now. You know, the, they make money exposing themselves, exposing their lives. I mean, so is when when is I guess how much money is not enough money for you to expose that much pain on television? Well, basically, what are you willing to sell yourself for? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, that's basically you know you wonder it's like God, why would anybody? Because it was pretty painful. Well, also too, uh, you know, these individuals are thinking about their specific needs at that particular time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I take a step back being a being a parent of, of, of two young women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have I have to ask myself, like, wow, what type of what you know, what what type of impressions are they leaving on our youth? And, you know, I'm glad you mentioned young women um, and, and, and that and young impression, men, too. I and mean, men but, and women. But but even more so, I don't know if you saw the report that and, came and out. And even from a racial perspective, yeah. as, as other races other ethnic groups look at us. Yeah. They tend to, they say, "Whoa, yeah. you know, this is this is what African Americans are all about." Have you seen the report that talks about how young black women are viewed? No, nah, man. There's a report um, that came out that talks about how young black women are viewed much older 
than their white peers at the same age starting at five. So even how so the, the expectations so the expectations so they have these unfair expectations unfair expectations so, not just not just from a skill set but they're right. they're over sexualized so, they're criminalized right and then and then people are, are hypercritical against them right so my point is we need to really address that because you know I've I've got it you got a girl you know you got, you've got, got a, two a, two young girls right and and I've got one uh, and and when you think about how their view and a, and a lot of it comes down to even uh, part of the uh, study talked about you know whether or not they should be protected how the world views black girls in terms of the level of protection you know how poly purebred gets you know oh, yeah. what's the way oh yeah you know versus the young black girl Oh yeah, and um, you know it's just something to think we, about. We, we treat these young white girls like endangered species. Right. We right. treat them like they're the bald eagle. Yeah, and and it's a perception that we that quite frankly is in our control maybe as as adults that we right. have to address. Right. Right. And we and we treat these kids of color like you got to fend for yourself. Yeah, and and that's that's really um, if and not I we not you and I but that's the way the that's the way society you know does it. Right, but it's something that, um, and, and it starts as early as age five. I'm going to get the name of the study. Go ahead and wrap up, man. I'm going to get the name of this study, and then we'll kill it. Okay, then we'll, man. We'll wrap it up. Uh, you okay. know, again, we'd like to thank everybody. Tay, thanks, thanks for coming out today. Yeah. And um, we want to wish everyone a good week. You know, we start off the week, you know, like Mr. Rogers says, it's all good in the hood. Yeah. You know, every day is a good day. Just find that good element of the day and focus on that. Yeah, and by the way, it's the Georgetown Law Report. Uh, it's called "Girl Girlhood Interrupted: okay. uh, The Erasure of Black Girls' Childhood." Okay, and you need to put that on the on the site. Man. And it actually expands on a. There was a 2014 study that was done um, where you know black girls now are viewed as less innocent than white girls, and and you know that that's something you know we we need to be aware of, man, as as we raise our girls, man, uh, you know, and be aware of that as parents, right? You right. know, and even quite frankly. Be that village, because we see it. You'll see oh, it. Oh yeah. You, you know, in a store, you'll see it uh, on a playground, and you have to step up and say, no, 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 no. Let, let's not. Right. You yeah. know, let's not just pull her out because of you know. Right. It's, so it's, it's interesting. Yeah, man. I yeah. was listening to a podcast, and this might be one that you might want. You guys might want to listen to. It's about this bro- mm-hmm. brother by the name of uh, Malcolm uh, Gladwell. Yeah. And. Uh, and he's called the revisionist history. Yeah. And um, yeah. he just did a great one, man, about the impact of the um, uh, Brown versus Board of Education. Man. Mm. Mm. And I encourage people to, uh, to to listen to Malcolm Gladwell because he has some great books out. The Tipping Point, Outliers, those things right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage you. They have some great books to read. You know, some great stuff to some knowledge to pass to, to pass on to, to your friends and family. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Check that one out, and also I've been listening to Larry Wilmore, man. <laughs> Wilmore's nuts, man. He's uh, good though. Black on the Black on the Air, man. That's yeah, a good man. podcast, man. Yes, it is. I agree. I agree. But you know, one more, and I'm gonna close it out, and I'll put it on the uh, page. Adultification in schools of black girls, man. Uh, you know, boys have already gone through that phase where you know. Oh man, they, they still going through. That's going through it. So we just we need to be more, especially as we we're approaching school time again. We right. have to be aware. That's right. And stay on top of it. Man, I can't believe school is almost here. Again. Almost here, dude. Almost here. 
Hi, Rand. Appreciate you again, bro. All right, partner. All right, more information is coming up on how you can connect with us. Make sure you connect with us. Give us feedback. We greatly appreciate it. Hey, we appreciate y'all. We love you for what you uh, what you do and hang with us and uh, keep hanging with us and we'll keep it beyond the year. That's right. All right, y'all. We out. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search gp 3 homies from the block special thanks to music by millennial nick rap sb the g graphics lady j thanks for listening